to play the show. The bell has rung, and that big show might be over. But it's time for us to bring wrestling information you can enjoy with the match predictions, analysis, the ups and downs of professional wrestling, all reaction, some beverage drinking to bring you logic on tap with your good brothers. It's time for you to look into the eyes of Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder. We're live! <laughs> oh. It's a miracle of technology! Now it's time for Howie Blues. He's got an intro. I was going to do a countdown, <laughs> but... You know, we're live! It's one of those things. <laughs> Alright. Ah, in action! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special Triple B Wrestling Review of WrestleMania 39 night one i'm your host howard blues here as always with my co-host the man the myth the legend the mark kidder kidder how you doing tonight well howie blues i'm fantastic wrestlemania night one in the books we have some ups we have some downs we have some top ropes we have some bottom ropes we have some everything in between and I conned rude boy Kyle into joining us this evening. So, Howie Blues, how are you doing? And rude boy Kyle, how are you doing? Oh, Kyle, you go first. You're the guest. <laughs> I'm good. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I uh, I don't watch wrestling that often, but I uh, I did watch probably 95% of tonight's WrestleMania. So, I'm here to share my two cents and uh have a good time with the brothers so here we are yeah yeah (laughs) so uh i suppose howard do you want to describe what we do on this thing for those of you joining us for the first time or the 18,000th time wow 18,000 man we i've I've missed some shows uh yes uh so we are here to break down all the action of course uh, Kidder has watched the pay-per-view. Uh, Kyle has watched most of the pay-per-view. I have watched none of the pay-per-view uh, because I got kids, uh, and that's how life goes. But for years now, Kidder and I have done this little game uh, of predictions where we try and see who can predict the winners of each match. Uh, you know, it's really just for bragging rights, and no, I don't mean that former pay-per-view that is no longer used. Oh, no, man. It, it, yeah, I, I know. We we could have had a whole brand war, <laughs> red versus blue. I mean, it could have been a thing, but that's uh, that, that's how it goes. No, it is for bragging rights. Uh, I, I'm keeping score. Uh, and because, Kidder, this is the first time that we are doing this live, uh, we don't have the usual scoreboard, so we're going oh, yeah. old school paper style oh, here. Oh, we got NFTs. Uh, with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, you know, we are live, and I think, Kidder, it's worth mentioning that this is the new thing for us with these wrestling reviews. We will be doing these live. It cuts down on the editing for future Howard. Uh, so, hey, if you're catching this on the replay, if you ever want to be a part and join in and watch, we do these right after the main event concludes as quickly as we can get down to our respective basements, fire up the old laptops, and hit the interwebs so you can do that also i want to just pitch this out here uh hey 
if you just want our wrestling content over on YouTube and their YouTube podcasts, you can now go and subscribe to just the Triple B Wrestling Reviews and get just the wrestling portion of uh, our content. So that's also out there and available, and I'm making that known to you now. But that's a lot of talking. Kidder's going to do a lot more talking. Uh, but before we do, we need to dive into everybody's favorite segment, What's on Tap?, uh, Kyle, you are the guest. What you drinking tonight? I've got myself a tankery and tonic. So a uh, little bit of gin, a little bit of water, a little, little bit of fizz. And, uh, no, just just little tonic juice. water. Oh. Take the pain away. So <laughs> the pain of watching but, the the show <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> no, it was, it was a good show. Okay. Um, well, don't get too much away. We can't can't yeah. get ahead of ourselves now. Yeah, we don't want to. Howdy Blues is going to start blowing the reviews. <laughs> Calm down. But yeah, yeah, good. That's that's my mixture of the night. Awesome, Jayco. What do you got? What are you drinking? Uh, no, go oh, go ahead, kid. Oh, to... After you. Oh, after right. you. Okay. Well, let's open up the triple B fridge here. See what we have. Uh, many many varieties, but. I'm going to reach into the back. Another one of these. <clears throat> oh, this should be good. Uh, this is uh, courtesy of the local geek, in fact, uh, from Avery Brewing in Boulder, Colorado, and El Gose. Look at, look at that. And yes, I know it's uh, backward because the way that we're doing this is, you know, not fancy enough uh, for real production value. But this is a, a session sour ale with limes and sea salt. 100 calories, 3.5 carbs in this, 4.5% alcohol by volume, and 12 fluid ounces in this thing. Uh, apparently, this is brewed with Rocky Mountain water, malted barley, malted wheat, limes, salt, sodium chloride, and potassium citrate for those of you keeping track at home, hops, and yeast. Salud and prost. And aside from that, there is Ball Corporation aluminum in this can. Go abs, go uh, beating the Dallas Stars tonight uh, as well. Five to two with that empty netter. That was beautiful. That was a great chip. Go tank, go. Got to let that uh, let that be known out there. Ah, JS Gunslinger has also breached the room. He's not just joined us in the chat, but he is uh, blown up the chat. So, JS, welcome to the show. Hope you're driving safe and... Share your comments when you're not uh, about to go in the ditch. So uh, let's open up this thing here. We also we also don't condone texting and driving just for liability purposes. So you can smell the lime. <laughs> I like how Howard smirked the most on that. Uh, smell the lime here on the top of it, and it does have a little bit of that salty scent to it as well. So we'll probably not be enjoying this one a whole lot, but... We'll give it a go. Oh, that is sour. That is a sour ale. Yes. It's uh, really like taking a lime that has some sea salt on it and just jamming it into your mouth with a little bit of salt. So there's that. Uh, if I had to rank it, it's not as good as the key lime pie sour that you brought over, Howard. Uh, but... It's better than the stuff that we had on last night's show and definitely uh, last week. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I, 
I actually had that one on this show, Kidder, uh, episode 22, and uh, I, I was just cheating. I looked at the spreadsheet. Uh, I had also made comments that it's a very salty sour. So, yeah, there's, uh, there's that. So if you want my reaction to it, yeah, go back. Episode 22 and, uh, and check that out. Kidder, yeah. I, I, I uh, you know, I was going to sit here and uh, drink this land shark. But this is WrestleMania. This is the big show. <laughs> well, oh, he's not with yeah. WWE right now. Sorry. It's the big show. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I'm bringing back. Uh, I did this once before on an AEW pay-per-view, Kidder. I know nothing uh, for the audience. <laughs> Kidder has locked in his predictions. Rude Boy is locked in their predictions. I have not. I get to call them live, but I know absolutely nothing. I've stayed away from all the spoilers. And because I know nothing, um, I have here a uh, lovely bottle of ice hole. I'm uh, going with the salted caramel, trying a different flavor. Yeah, and actually for have a full every, bottle tonight. A full bottle. Yeah. I ran out to the store today just to pick this up, just for this. Glutton you know, it is frosty, too. Yeah, it's been in the freezer since I got it. It's uh, it's cold. It's ready to go. And uh, the way that uh, I'm going to do this is every prediction I get wrong, I'm taking a shot of this. Uh, however, yeah. because I don't want to do the whole show uh, with absolutely nothing in the old system, uh, <laughs> we're going to start off with one, and especially since I haven't tried this particular flavor. So, gentlemen, hmm. to a good show. Salud. Cheers. I said it already, but yeah, with the thing. Okay. It's not bad. A bit too more salty than I would like. Um, I prefer their butterscotch, but uh, I mean, I'll, I'll get through this, and I'm going to hope that I don't get too many wrong. <clears throat> well, so it is a big show, and well, I've, I've got some salted caramel. Uh, oh, oh, so some some flavor of some salt caramel. So I might join you later on if I got some predictions wrong. So, <laughs> hey, you know we got we got to make this fun, make it interesting, and um, we'll just see how it goes uh, yes, with sir. this. But uh, for anybody who doesn't know, this is Ice Hole. Uh, it is schnapps from up north, twenty percent alcohol by volume, forty proof. Uh, there, there's a whole lot more to it, but uh, hey, it's from I. Oh no, it's just an Iowa refund. Ah. <laughs> that's where they charge you and make you take it back to get your money back they don't actually give you anything to, to benefit out of it it just they don't spend you. that nickel in all in one place now <laughs> hey js gunslinger yeah. is double fisting perrier tonight and some gas station coffee he did not list which gas station and so i'm sure it's trash js good luck <laughs> Uh, quick intro for this, uh, as we have now concluded our What's on Tap segment for this evening, is we move into our wrestling predictions and commentary and descriptions of the matches and whatnot. We would love to hear your thoughts as well, since this is really the premiere episode, actually live, being able to interact. It's insane, and we have no idea what we're doing. So thanks for helping us out. Uh, we would also mention that we lock in our picks before the show. I made Rude Boy do it tonight because I knew he was going to be watching the show. Howard, he may have some locked-in picks in his mind, but basically with him, he hasn't seen 99.9% .9 of anything WrestleMania-related. 
And he has no idea what's happened, but he does have an idea of the matches, so we will discuss each match in a match-by-match basis. He'll give us his prediction, we'll lay down our predictions, discuss, and go from there. So we would love to have you join us in the comments, and of course, smash that sub button! Give us a thumbs up, please. What? It's like the thing that you have to do. It's it's the obligatory cheap plug. Oh, cheap plug, uh, beerbluesbs.com. BeerBluesBS.com. Get some quality merch like this pint glass. Or other merch that has our logo on it. Uh, also, this uh, Kidder's Old Fashioned Recipe pint glass and shirts. and Many other things. Uh, BeerBluesBS.com. Maybe even a sign that you can have in the background of your very own podcast. We'd appreciate the support. Alright! Who's ready to get some wrestling? Rolling. Right, I mean, let's okay, uh, let's do it. Do it. <laughs> ding, 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 and and there's the bell, and and the stream. Uh, okay, so to give you the the all out setup, it is WrestleMania 39 coming to you live from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, where WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Look, it's on the screen right there. It's like. It was meant to happen. Tonight's attendance sold out. So tomorrow's attendance should be the same. They're sold out. Just throwing that out there. 80,497 people. Less than the WrestleMania I attended in New Orleans. WrestleMania 30 at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. So tonight, big show. Will, we're going to get this thing rolling. Got a lot to talk about. And the first match on the card, as announced earlier today and yesterday, Austin Theory, the United States champion, versus John Cena. Now, I will also mention that there were no matches on the kickoff show. The kickoff show was two hours, and I did not put myself through it. Thank you very much. <laughs> very happy to not sit through two hours of nothing. Kind of like this show. Becky G, apparently Grammy Award winning vocalist. I don't know. She sang the rendition of America the Beautiful. Good song. Uh, and good rendition. The opening video package. Hollywood related. And you know what? It wasn't terrible. It featured Kevin Hart. Mr. Rock Jr. himself. <laughs> so, that was all right. Come to the desk. There's Michael Cole. There is Corey Graves. And the Spanish announce desk right there ringside, just like the good old days. Then they go to the ring. WrestleMania host, The Miz, welcomed everybody to WrestleMania. And Snoop D-O-double-G himself in the ring as well. So they talked about different accolades and how they're basically the same person. And then it's time for the first match. So this one, I decided to go out on a limb. Uh, I chose John Cena. Just, again, go out on a limb. <laughs> Why not, right? Rubar Kyle. Yeah, I chose John Cena as well. Uh He's a well-known name, and uh, he's he's kind of got backed into a corner 
based on the uh, the footage that I saw tonight. Getting picked on a little bit. Because um, he's in movies? He, well, it's he, he's got a lot of other commitments, so oh, we'll oh, call the, it that. The other commitments, right. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and and like we, we, we talked earlier, uh, Mark, mm-hmm. um, it's it's something that uh, he, you know is going to be a good match because John Cena was there. But uh, I'd say uh, there is something stinky about this match from from the beginning. So, um, so your your pick is? Well, my pick was John Cena. John so. Cena. Okay. Yeah. John John Cena. All right. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> and how you, you can't see? Yeah. You can't you uh, can't see. Kyle. Yeah. I. I uh, Truthfully, my my thought is this: I don't think that they're going to put the title on Cena, so I got to go with Austin Theory because that just seems like the easy thing to pick. Should Cena win? Yes, I would argue that he's better than Theory, but mm-hmm. I, I think this is a way to just help build Theory. So, right, okay. I'm going to pick Theory to win. So this match is 11 minutes, 20 seconds in length. J.S. Gunslinger also throws in his prediction of Jake the Snake winning the first match. <laughs> in fact, I, I don't know how. blues from the top ropes. Jake, Jake the Snake is hanging out in AEW, but for one night only, him and the Snake are making their return <laughs> to the grandest stage of them all. <laughs> uh, all right, so... On uh, on the beginning of the the, the match here, uh, even before it started, they had a video package of Make a Wish and how John Cena has delivered over a record number of six hundred Make a Wishes. My joke to Rude Boy Kyle is that's why Austin Theory is in this match because he got his Make a Wish. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, yes, yes, I know. Uh, all right, uh. One nice thing. He is, wants to be like a superstar. <laughs> there were a bunch of kids on the ramp uh, who were in the Make-A-Wish program. I don't know if it was their wish, but they were able to be on the ramp, be recognized, and welcome John Cena and uh, get to hang out and have Cena yell at the camera. This is WrestleMania and stuff like that. So he came down that was to the a good ramp. Moment. And it, it was. It was a moment. So this is Cena's 15th WrestleMania match. In fact, his first WrestleMania was 2004 by beating the Big Show for the United States Championship. Interestingly enough. Right away, uh, the first thing you notice is John Cena is not as bulky as he previously was. You know, he, he's not in the, the 100% regime that he was when he was full-time WWE, so he is a little bit less uh stocky shall we say shoulder blocks right away uh one interesting piece a la mike tyson is theory uh, back scene into the corner and bit his ear i i was you know yeah the the biting bit was uh interesting we'll say because as soon as i saw that i knew something was up mm-hmm Ah, oh. uh, just uh, 
going into the chat room here, welcoming our, our guests. Marco, thanks for joining the show. And he just returned to, uh, sure. I guess, catch our show. So <laughs> we're glad to have you Welcome, here. Welcome, Marco. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, the Mike Tyson uh, moment there and some other cheap shots from Theory. Now, there were a, a few huge moves in this. Now, Rubai, wouldn't you agree? A couple uh, huge moves, huge setups, and huge counters? Yeah, there's there's a lot of back and forth. The uh, the beginning of the match really, uh, really favored Cena, and uh, that, that played really well to the crowd. Um, middle of the match, it was kind of a little bit of back and forth. Cena got beat up real hard. And uh, yeah, the the I'd say the, the I'd say the storyline of the the match itself was good, but there were some shenanigans involved. Uh, that's right. Uh, Theory was pushing the heel moment. Uh, went for like a leaping boot, uh, and tried to cocky cover him with just the one boot. You know, typical heel move, right? Got a two count, and then. He went for it again. Cena caught the boot and ended up throwing him out of the way. Powered up. Grabbed Theory for the AA. Theory slipped out. Huge DDT to Cena. Another two count. There is a sleeper. And, you know, you always put the crowd to sleep, which I hate that in the first match of the show because, damn it, it's supposed to be interesting. Uh, on top of that, Cena was able to get out of that. Hit a couple shoulder tackles. Five knuckle shuffle, baby. You get that rolling and went for another AA. But guess what? Theory grabbed the top rope. Here's the shenanigans. Boom, right into the ref. Here's your shenanigans. Uh, the ref is toast. He's in the corner of the ring. That's right. Uh, 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 the the ref. Uh, uh, trying to remember his uh, name here. Uh, well, it's slipping me, and it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Exactly. So, <laughs> basically, Cena hits the STF, gets Theory to tap out. Unbeknownst to him, the official had been knocked out. So, Cena thinks he wins. Unfortunately, he lets go, turns around. Wait a second. The ref is on the ground. Austin Theory, wham! With the one-knuckle shuffle to the twins. A-Town down, the ref magically gets up with that disturbing uh, rattling of, of the mat, and then one, two, three, and there you go, Austin Theory retaining the United States Championship. Crowd was really over for Cena, so that was, you know, kind of interesting, even though there was the obligatory, John Cena sucks! John Cena sucks. So, thoughts, reaction, analysis. Uh, the subscriber, the ref sucked. <laughs> That's my reaction. <laughs> Got a new subscriber. Thanks, thanks for smashing that sub button. Uh, you, you know this. Uh, I, I hate asking this kid here on the first match, but this sounds like this is a great contender for our DraftKings screwy finish of the night. It certainly is. How we blew. That's the perfect match. Let's go for it. And but uh, I don't. 
Do you have the you have a piece of paper? We got to go old school. Print. Just, can you print it out? Hold it up. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We had, we had the technology, but we don't anymore because we're doing it live. Quickly, quickly. Yes, yes. We got an NFT. Trap. Yeah. There it is. All right. It, it's official. It's official, folks. There it is. We'll work that out later. <laughs> Will we, though? <laughs> Probably not. All right. I, but before we move on to the next match, Kidder, yes. or whatever happens next, uh, you know what? We have some bonus questions that we should get the predictions for ah. before we get too far All right. and uh, and uh, have something pop up. Because, uh, I mean, right. you guys have already locked them in, but I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the bonus questions, and these float between tonight and tomorrow. So if it doesn't happen tonight, it doesn't mean you get it wrong. There's a potential for it to be right tomorrow. So it's between night one and night two. Hopefully you save that piece of scratch paper there, Jacob, because uh, we'll need it tomorrow. <laughs> Combined scores. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So the questions of the night. Question number one. Will The Rock appear in person? I said yes. Uh, As opposed to like 3D hologram or? Well, the difference is if he shows up in like a video package or something like that, then he's not there. So we have to make that distinction. (laughs) Because, you know, people and... Makes sense. Lawsuits. So. Yeah. boy Kyle, you said yes to all of the questions, correct? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't put much thought into it, and I thought the questions were uh, within the realm of possibility, so I dialed down the yes mm. column and... <laughs> gave it a like thumbs up. Bubble yeah. sheet back in college. <laughs> I put some thought into that one. Yes yeah. or no? Yeah. I'm going to go no on The Rock because for the longest time it was that he was going to be at WrestleMania and have a match. And, um, you know, they didn't get the match set up. So Marco says no chance. No chance in hell. No yes. chance in hell. No chance. All right. We'll find out by about this time tomorrow if Marco is right. <laughs> what about Jaco? I, I said no. He's not going to okay. be there. There, he's not going to be there. <laughs> I'm glad we have that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. The next question will Stone Cold appear in person? I said yes. Let's see. You said Kyle said yes to everything. Yeah, yeah I so. said yes to. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. JS Gunslinger picks C, which is undetermined. We'll, we'll, we'll see by tomorrow. He may make his pick tomorrow. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Your uh, pick's due by 6 p.m. Central time there. <laughs> uh, 4 2 2023. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of talk about Stone Cold being uh, at the event and having a match, so I'm going to say yes. 
All right. Well, we're somebody else has to promote a drink sometime tomorrow. What? So what? If it's going to be something that's got to, it, it should be a beer rather what? than a an energy drink. So what? We'll get to we'll get to the energy energy drinks later on tonight. So what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Will Stone Cold have a match? I said yes. I know they were working him towards having a match and there was talk of him going up against LA Knight however I saw that LA Knight is in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale so yeah that's a tough one you know what I'm going to say yes why not? <clears throat> the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Royal was on SmackDown last night. Just so you know. What the hell? Isn't that supposed to be part of WrestleMania? I, I, yep. I Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JS says the knee brace of destiny shall return to lay the smacketh down. <laughs> that would be stone cold. <laughs> All right. Uh, next on the on the card of questions, will Jay White appear in person? I say no. I also say no to this, uh, mostly because you know they tend to have WrestleMania so planned out and so much to get in. If he is going to show up, it's going to be the Monday after. You know, because they usually have a couple surprise appearances the Monday after WrestleMania. So if he's going to show up, I'd almost guess that he would show up then. So, so yes to Monday, no to tonight or tomorrow. Correct. All right. I said yes, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> what? What? All right. Yeah. Last question on the bonus round. Will Randy Horton return? And my thought is yes. Again, I'm going to say no. I think they're going to save him for the Monday night after WrestleMania. Yeah. I hope I'm right on this. I'm doing quite a few of these shots. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, JS doesn't understand the question. That's okay. He has not been drinking uh, alcohol. So, <clears throat> onward. I said yes, but yeah, I, I I dialed down the yes column. So I, I'm I'm all in on the uh, the C column. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all something that above. I. It'd be cool to see him show back up and. Go from there. Go for it. All right. Well, now that we've got our bonus questions in there, again, a quick reminder, if you could share our video here, it would be awesome. Click the thumbs up. And in your free time, go visit our merch store, beerbluesbs.com. Click merch and get some quality merch there. So next up is, yes, a little video thanking the weekend for one of the official WrestleMania 39 themes. And then, 
Titus O'Neill was introduced. His music started playing, and he was seated with the broadcast team, so then he couldn't trip and disappear underneath the ring for the entirety of the match. For the four-way tag team match of the evening. And this match features the team of Braun Strowman. Sorry, Braun and Ricochet versus Alpha Academy. That, of course, is Chad Gable and Otis against the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. And... The Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar with Valhalla, better known as Sarah Logan, who's like Eric's wife. So this is a four-way tag team showcase match. This match, eight minutes, 30 seconds. And uh, out of my choices, I went with the Viking Raiders to join the raid. Rah, rah, rah. I also like uh, Marco's comment of Mr. World Slide. World Slide. For Titus O'Neil. <laughs> the slide heard around the world. There's that. All right. Choices. Go. I picked the uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet to win. Um, yeah, they, they seem like a pretty decent team compared to the other three. Uh, the other two teams, but uh, yeah, they. I I did a, a about thirty seconds of research, and uh, more research yeah, than we do. Well, I mean, you you guys watch the the matches consistently. You know the well. <laughs> some of you watch the the matches consistently, and I I was like, this guy and this team. Or these these guys in this team sound like a use good guys. Pick, so. Yeah, use guys. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I picked those to win. JS Gunslinger says that Sting will come out from underneath the ring with a mat and wins this match with the bat. Uh, setting aside all other you know rules and regulations of a tag team match and <laughs> disqualifications. <laughs> I just added that little bit on the end there. <laughs> Again, uh, I, don't, I don't think Sting is on loan for one night only from AEW. <laughs> yeah. But uh, good old shot. You know, Marco, Marco, what do you say? And and Howie, what do you think? Hmm. Uh, going to take as long as the match to decide. I, I, listen, I'm going back and forth between a couple, but you know what? Let's live dangerously and choose somebody that you guys didn't. I'll go with the Alpha Academy, which is probably a terrible choice, but you know, I'm already one shot in and, um, yeah. So, you you know what? I, I locked my pick in well before, uh, the event started. And as I was watching the match, I wanted to make what you chose, Howie. I, I wanted to choose what you chose, but we'll we'll let Mark tell the story of the of the tape. And I, I thought you were going to say that you wanted to start drinking during the match, but <laughs> oh, I I I was sipping sipping easy uh, as it was as it was starting. So, yeah, uh, Howard Blues. I do have to say, oh, thank you for that. 
for Chad Gable. Okay, uh, still waiting on the comments. And so, again, with the picks locked in, this match, a whole rousing 8 minutes 30 seconds of your life that Rude Boy Kyle and I watched. <sighs> so, here we go. Now, apparently, and here's where JS could have the potential to be right. We all know how the tag team match rules just get thrown out the window for any reason. And in this, there is a point made that there would be no rope break because it's a no DQ in a four-way match. Yeah. So that was the rule for the match. Basically, the big guys from the match jumped in the ring, and then uh, the other four came in as well, and everybody started going at each other. And then, of course, our referee put her hands up and said, this is dumb. Rude Boy Kyle then sent me a text message. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me find this here. Uh, there, there were a few tonight. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, what did you end up saying here? Because I got to go back a while. Oh. Yeah, I had some. I had it, some it was, live reactions. It was a simple one. LOL. This match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there, there's Rude yeah. Boy's reaction to. Yeah. Well, know, it started off wrestling. with the the three in the ring, and then it 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 evolved into something. Uh, a lot more uh, um, convoluted, crazy to start the match. So, uh, Marco yeah. throws in that Hornswoggle will be hiding under the commentator's desk and comes out, causes some interference. So, that's a possibility. That's you never know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. <laughs> so. Uh, Strowman did some shoulder blocks, and Gable was uh, grabbing uh, Strowman and actually gave him a German suplex. Not too bad. Cool spot. Uh, crowd was going nuts, and Gable went up and gave him a thank you. Now, here's the, the stupidity again, because there's tag tagging going on, like a tornado tag with the other teams. I've always hated that because Gable's up there. Dawkins tags himself in. <sighs> anyway, uh, Gable crashes and burns. Strowman moved. There's some other high flying moves. Of course, you have Otis and uh, Angelo Dawkins. And, and then, of course, Braun Strowman. Big guys going at it. And uh, <laughs> at one point. Uh, they were trading big man moves, doing like flops and things off of the turnbuckles where, you know, people aren't really supposed to be doing moonsaults from, but they, they did. So it was kind of interesting to that. Made me laugh. Otis picked up Strowman and slammed him. And then Otis tore off his shirt, did the old hip swing. Hey, <laughs> swinging his ripped up shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, went to the ropes. Ford ended up kicking him off into the uh, side there. <sighs> so there was a little bit of a botch, and then what was really cool is a huge Tower of Doom spot, okay? So Ivar and Otis were holding up Gable and Eric 
with Gable on top, and then Ricochet came up to the top of all of them and did a dive onto Gable as they all fell back onto the mat. I was half expecting it to be just like one of the old uh, SmackDown, what was it, Big Show and Brock Lesnar where the F5 and then the ring exploded. I was expecting that because there's a lot of meat in motion here. It did not happen, so apparently they've learned from that. And unlike the Spanish announce desk, they have reinforced it. <sighs> so they get back into the ring, and at this point, Ricochet, uh, Ricochet sorry, does a shooting star press from the top, way up, like sailing through the ceiling onto Dawkins and Eric. Then goes back into the ring and does another shooting star press on Dawkins, who's in the rings, but Dawkins gets his knees up. Ricochet is held in place. Forb does the top rope frog splash onto Ricochet and gets the pin for the one, two, and three, and the bop, 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 bop. That's right, Street Profits. Got the smoke in the Fatal 4-Way Tornado Tag Showcase match. Eight minutes, 30 seconds of your life with this match. Might as well start pouring this. I, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did thoroughly enjoy Kyle's reaction of of this match. Like that that yeah. got me. And the you know, the token crap for the tag team tornado tag matches. Yeah, it gosh. I oh I I really wanted <laughs> my my team to win. My pick was um my pick was Braun Strowman and Ricochet, and they they just seem like the 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 good guys that uh, that should win. And uh, it was like like you said, Mark. It was it was a lot of meat thrown around, and <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of this, a little a bit of that, and um, but I'd say. For the excitement of the match, it was it was exciting most of the way through, and well disappointed it didn't didn't work in the end. But uh, um, but yeah, I'll 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 take a drink to my my incorrect pick, and yeah, see, and I I guess right I'm, along. yeah, I guess I'm looking a little bit ahead to predictions I kind of already am thinking in my mind, and I'm like, you know. With who I think is going to win the tag team titles later in the evening makes sense to, uh, and this might give a spoiler towards what I'm leaning towards. Mm. Uh, we, we need to build up a heel team to oppose that team. Mm. Hence why they should win. And that's why I went against my usual pick, which would have normally been the street profits. And for that, I drink another shot of this, uh, salted caramel schnapps. Yeah, I, uh, the Viking Raiders were brought in, and they were supposed to be the most dominant steamroller team of the tag team division, and they've been beating the crap out of everybody. And I figured this out of a four-way match, especially at WrestleMania, would have been a great push for them. However, that is what it is. Yeah, it was, it was an exciting end of the match, I'd say. It was... He had the... Uh... 
almost triple setup of you have one person down the guy looking on top and I'm gonna win. And then somebody shows up right behind and like, I'm gonna win. So yeah. I believe you're referencing uh, AJ Styles and The Undertaker from the cinematic match in 2020 with uh, AJ Styles like, I won! And then The Undertaker is right behind him, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Just just so there's no confusion. <laughs> yes. All right. We're done with that. Uh, the crowd was pretty good there for it. And I think Marco was saying that the match sounds like a good match uh, to the... Or, a message to the audience to go pound a few brewskis. Yeah. So, if they uh, got back by the end of the match, they would have they would have enjoyed it. So, a good two or three drink minimum for that eight minutes thirty seconds. All right, <clears throat> video package for Brock Lesnar and Omas for tomorrow night, and then Cole saying Seth Rollins and Logan Paul coming up next. Now, before we get there, it cuts to the back. Somewhere in a room, at some place, in some closet. It's Xavier Woods in the Up, Up, Down, Down video game studios viewing a simulated Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul match from WWE 2K23. To note, Liv Morgan, Ridge Holland, and Butch, a la Pete Dunne, were there as well to watch. Rollins won the simulated match, and Wood said they learned that Rollins beat Logan Paul in over 50% of the simulations. And then the video package set up the actual match. So this, a one-on-one -on -one singles match featuring Seth freaking Rollins versus... Logan Paul, everybody's favorite, apparently. A match that lasted 16 minutes and 15 seconds. And now, as I go back over here into my prediction list, I chose Logan Paul. I, cho I, I chose Seth Rollins. Mm. Seth freaking Rollins. Representing Iowa. Sir. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's my thing. Uh, it, it was hinted out that uh, this is the last match that Logan Paul has under contract with the WWE. Uh, so it's a question of, you know, do you beat him because he might not come back? Or, hey, are you going to try and re-sign him and maybe it's worth keeping him around and keeping him happy and... Uh, you know, giving him the, the victory here, you know, so that that is kind of where I would bounce him back and forth. Uh, but he also, he, you know, he's lost a couple of matches. The problem is also, do you want him back? Because he's had all of his matches have been very highly rehearsed uh, working with Shawn Michaels, which is part of the reason they've been so good. Uh, all of this kind of rambling information dropping. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Logan Paul. All right. JS we do have a prediction in chat. Yep. He, he, JS Gunslinger throwing in the, the prediction that Big Papa Pump will make his arrival, come through the crowd, and will win this match with a chainmail headbutt. 
<laughs> it's good to know that Big Papa Pump is still popular in April of 2023. Thank you for that reference. I hope you're laughing because it's probably the only way you're staying awake. So thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not doing these uh, ice hole shots while going on JS's predictions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might have to be the next show. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> 16 minutes, 15 seconds on this here match. So Logan Paul comes on the screen, and a real tight shot, and he has a headset mic, and he goes, Silly Rangels, I'm back! Did you miss me? And they come back, and he's suddenly raised through the air a la Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania, <clears throat> and swinging over the stage, flying through the air over the entrance ramp, and then gets put down on the entrance ramp. And then... A blue bottle mascot of Paul's energy drink, and since they're not sponsoring this show, it shall be unnamed, and damn it, you can figure it out for yourself, or sponsor us, and then you can have your information plastered all over. Uh, yes, a, a per stop it. <laughs> Cut that crap out. You're going give, gonna to give people something. To it's not Red Bull. Something to live for. Uh... So, uh, it's it's somebody or monster in a mascot, right? Of the bottle, it's a full size bottle. You can't tell who it actually is. Um, they come running down to the ring and then basically hold hands and cheer. Then it turns back to the stage and conductor. Jasper Randolph is introduced, and he starts conducting piped-in crowd noise of Seth Rollins' entrance, cheering to this part of the crowd and this part of the crowd. Why are you drinking a yellow bottle? Stop! Those are bitters right there, sir. Somebody's bitters. 3D, yeah. Those those are his his tears of of having to drink. <laughs> That's what's in there. <laughs> Uh, the crowd was into it, though. Man, they they were, and I saw a comment and, and a thought on this as well. That had they not had the conductor there and just started playing some of the music, or perhaps had an actual orchestra or a rock band playing just that part of it, the crowd would have been way more into it. And I, I somewhat agree with it because you know it was very. Forced. It was a very forced moment. Yeah, it uh, it's it seemed like uh, having the conductor. You really focus on one half of the stadium for the chorus, and then focus on the other half. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's tough to say whether it's it was going to be the same reaction for the intro because it it helped build up the uh i'll say momentum uh to go against um the the eventual i mean it, it was it was it was something that i i enjoyed it for maybe 10 15 seconds but they probably drew it out for about 30 seconds too long, so. 
I liked it, but it, it went on for about two times too long for me. So that's pretty much what I thought too. It was like, yeah. like okay, let's let's get yeah. on with it. Get on with it. So the music actually starts now, and Seth Rollins comes on out of the entrance area wearing a giant red puffy robe, a la Rihanna from the Super Bowl. Interestingly enough, the Super Bowl was just at SoFi Stadium. And where does they where do they happen to be? SoFi Stadium. Weird. Alright, so he starts like undressing, and then underneath Seth Rollins is wearing some BDSM apparel on the top, but like pink uh, hot pink. Kind of like double J's outfit way back in the day. Or part of Shawn Michaels entrance gear. But tighter and, and more Verboding. Uh, it, it, it it wasn't on his brand. I thought it was it was interesting, but I I thought it was it was something that it uh, definitely made him stand out. Mm-hmm. So all I'm gonna say is I'm glad I'm watching the stream as we're doing this, so that I can actually read the subtitles because some of the stuff that you I'm hearing through here about <laughs> what he's wearing, I'm wondering if I'm feeling the effects of this ice hole so no oh, yeah yeah it, uh, <laughs> i've got it up too uh, yeah well that's yeah. where our two viewers come from all right <laughs> thank you thank you all right so he got rid of that threw it out into the crowd and then it was wearing red pants and some pink accents I don't know. Maybe it was Big Papa Pump for all I know. <laughs> Whatever. So, there we go. Uh, we're off with a match. And Seth Rollins was doing what he could to play to the crowd. And Logan Paul ended up yawning. You can see that on the camera. Uh, uh, purposely on the shot there. So, the mascot. Remember the, the blue bottle? Hanging out ringside. Right away, 90 seconds into the match or so, Rollins goes for the curb stomp, but Paul avoided it. And then, oh, AEW Hangman Page is there! No, wait, uh, Logan Paul just hit the buckshot lariat, but instead of being the buckshot lariat, they called it the uh, influencer lariat or something, something like that, whatever. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, punch is getting thrown. Now, uh, Michael Cole ended up talking about how Logan Paul has the titanium screw in his hand, so it enhances his punches. Ended up hitting Rollins with a huge punch to the midsection and basically, oh, take it out. He's got internal damage. <coughs> Yeah, this is this is getting silly. Yeah, they made it sound like the screw was actually an enhancement to his his striking ability, but uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't having any of it. Yep. Rude boy Kyle saw straight through the crap. <laughs> so at this point, they are trading shots back and forth. 
There, there was a pretty good gut wrench suplex. Uh, Paul ended up doing a standing leap to the top rope and then did a huge moonsault that Rollins was able to avoid. More punches and was ended up being pulled away by the ref. Uh, Rollins sent Paul to ringside and then did not one suicide dive, not two suicide dives, but three suicide dives back to back to back. And then they go for, uh, as they Rollins pulls Paul back toward the ring, Paul uh, has his hand on the ring steps to get some, you know, uh, I, I don't know what you would want to call it, maybe stability, and Rollins hits a stomp on his hand. Ah, took out his hand. So they get back into the ring. Rollins goes for a pedigree, but Rollins ends up missing. They trade a series of pin attempts. They stood up. Logan Paul blasts Rollins with that knockout punch. And Paul rolls Rollins onto his back. Quick near fall there. Now, here's where it starts getting a little uh, predictable. Because uh, Rude Boy goes, hey, there's something with that mascot. And I'm like, is it that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something that they they did a decent job of keeping that bottle out of the shot. I'd say maybe the first two-thirds of the match. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of just crept in a couple of times. And I was like, hey, hold on a second. Wait a damn minute. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, there, there's a reason that guy is still hanging out on the side of the ring. And here we go. Mm -hmm. So, Paul runs at Rollins, leaps on him. And ended up getting him with a sit-out powerbomb for a near fall. Now, Rollins waits for Paul, but the mascot comes over and grabs Logan Paul out of the ring. So you can't get a near fall there. The mascot takes off the little circle cap thing covering his face, and it's Logan Paul's buddy and business partner, KSI. You sure that's not you, rude boy? It's like you added a letter to your name. No. Oh, okay. No, um, not me. I All right. I uh I unfortunately don't have the uh the credentials to be on the floor of WrestleMania tonight. So 6.21 6 gigawatts. Uh, <laughs> Rollins went after KSI, but Logan Paul uh ran Rollins into the ring post. Now, Rollins gets picked up and put onto the Spanish announce table. Here's where the fun starts. KSI stood over Rollins, and he's filming him. He's doing doing the selfie thing, right? Holding Rollins here so he doesn't get up. Logan Paul grabs a bottle of his beverage, crawls up to the top of the turnbuckle on the corner there, and he drinks, and right as he's taking a drink of it, Rollins weasels out, grabs KSI, and pulls him straight across the announced desk and Logan Paul, as this is happening, does a triple H spews his juice into the air and does a five star frog splash. Boom! Straight through KSI and through the Spanish announced desk. So <clears throat> 
Rollins grabs. Yeah, at Paul. least he had the uh, the padded the the padded oh. bottle suit on him. Yeah, so. get that. Extra that three millimeters of of padding. <laughs> it's something. Rollins goes for a cover, but Paul kicks out at the last second for a two point nine 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 repeating, of course, count. Rollins hits a rolling elbow and then another one to the back of Paul's neck. Rollins goes for a stomp. Paul hoists him up and gives him a GTS. CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. I actually did that after that. <laughs> uh anyway. Uh, Rollins, yeah, is there, uh, on the floor. Paul goes up to the top rope. Frog splash gets a near fall. Now, at this point, Logan Paul has Seth Rollins seated in the corner of the ring. Paul goes up to the top and is going to do the, uh, Shane McMahon cross ring dive. Well, he goes up to the top, does the dive across the ring. Rollins gets up, super kicks him in midair. Rollins hits the stomp. Boom, there's a one, two, and three. Seth Rollins defeats Logan Paul in 16 minutes, 15 seconds. I was baby boy. Your reaction. Yeah. Well, I know Howard's reaction. Taking another shot. <laughs> Taking a shot. The camera shows that that shot was not filmed at the top, sir. Oh, <laughs> not to call you boy out. The way this is going, um, <clears throat> I, I'm going to have a hard time making it up the stairs here. <laughs> this, this is better. No, no, no. There you go. That's good. Don't want you to spill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like this was a good match um, for the most part. You know, but again, they rehearse these ones with Logan Paul so much that it's, you know, I would expect it to be nothing but a good match. Probably not match of the night, but yeah, decent. And uh, with that, uh, here's shot three on the night. The decent shot. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to start getting more of these right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here's your chance. <clears throat> uh, apparently, there's a UK watch party, and cool Michael Cole was hyping up the Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event uh, that will take place in London in a few months. And there is that... Uh, Seth Rollins also ended up saying at the bottom of the ramp, the stomp heard round the world, baby. So there's that. Coming up next, the six-woman tag match. Apparently, uh, I mean, there, there was a video package there. If you were the cheap member... And paying for the lower package, you got commercials. So, next match features damage control. And for those of you who may or may not know, that is Bailey, Eosky, and Dakota Kai versus your WWE Tag Team Women's Champions, 
Becky Lynch, Lita, accompanied by Trish Stratus to fill out the trifecta of the team. I went with Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita. That was my pick as well. Uh, I'm not going to be exciting because I have the same pick because damage control is a stupid name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why is it stupid, would you say? Because damage control, when, when you talk about what it is, it's like preventing damage. You're, you're, you're trying to keep things from being damaged. Mm-hmm. Which is a stupid name for a tag team because it's it's not like they're trying to protect their opponents. They're trying to inflict damage. Yeah. That makes sense. It it's it's clearly one of those where somebody like heard it and they're going just on the sound of it and not what it really means. And that Yeah. Oh, but it's, it's just not, kind of it's not damage control, it's damage C T R L, just like on your keyboard. Copy paste. Hitter, uh, it's a it's a sad day that you have become a damage control apologist. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just saying there, there's some graphic design nerd and producer sitting in the same room of damage control. All right, well we got to make them new and hip. What can we do to accomplish both of that? Mm, control On the keyboard. It has damage caps lock. Wow. Yeah. All right. There's that. <sighs> JS Gunslinger, Marco. Any any pr- predictions here? I'm very interested to see if uh, Mark Henry is going to join us or something. <laughs> He's also with AEW, so <laughs> throwing up people <laughs> from other promotions. Uh, Santina Morella, maybe. The Cobra. Anyway, uh, that's that. Hey, uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. JS Gunslinger with the insider info. China brings out the eighth wonder of the world and and wins with a drop kick from the top rope. Yes, she's dropping all the way from the heavens, everybody, because. China's winning this one from the beyond. I was going to say, uh, I, I know JS has been throwing out the dated references, but um, at least so far he's been naming people who are actually alive. <laughs> Not anymore. There's there's your dead guy news. Uh, mm-hmm. Dead lady news. Uh, this match, 14 minutes, 40 seconds. And here we go. Six women met in the middle of the ring, and they were trading punches. The baby faces ended up clearing the ring, and Michael Cole noted that the match had not officially started, so this is extracurricular activity. Damn it. Michael Cole also mentioned that Trish Stratus had apparel on that was uh, an updated variant of the apparel that she wore in her last WrestleMania match about 14 years ago. This is also Lita's second WrestleMania match. Her last match was in 2004 on WrestleMania. 
All right, so the heels isolated Becky Lynch and uh, started getting some crazy moves rolling there, including a springboard drop kick. And Kai tagged in and joined EO Sky in bringing Lynch into a Bailey neckbreaker. Quick count and two. Then Kai get a running kick in the corner. Another two count there. Becky Lynch made it over to her corner, tagged in Lita, and then got the better of Io Sky and caught her with a kick from the apron that the referee missed while checking on Sky. Bailey ended up tagging in now, and damage control is a trio through a triple kick, and then Bailey covered Lita for a near fall. Well, Lita was isolated in the, in the corner of the heels. Lita eventually performed a double DDT to two of the opponents and tagged in Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus went all over the place. She was hitting people in a flurry of offense. She even had a head scissors takedown on Dakota Kai and shoved her into the mat. The action then went down the ringside. Becky Lynch and Lita picked up Trish, who executed the head scissors on Dakota Kai and pulled her onto Bailey and Dakota or Io Sky on the floor. Almost pulled a Bailey and got the names mixed up. So back in the ring, Lita tagged in and hit, uh, and she and Trish hit poetry in motion on Kai. Lynch tagged in, hit the leg drop in the middle rope. Lynch went for the disarmor, but Bailey kicked her to prevent it. Bailey dragged Kai into the corner, tagged herself in, and Bailey went for the rose plant, but Becky Lynch countered out of it. Bailey shoved Lynch into the ropes, and then Sky took a cheap shot from the floor. Bailey hit the rose plant and went for the pin, but Lita broke it up. Trish hit Kai with her Stratisfaction Bulldog. Bailey then uh, continued along. Uh, Becky Lynch tackled Bailey and tumbled to the ringside. Then, all six of the wrestlers are down. They're down in the ring! Well, they ended up beating the referee's count, and uh, they ended up uh, hitting, uh, Trish did, hit Io Sky with a twist of fate. Nice move there from Trish. Trish hit a big kick on Kai. Lita did a moonsault onto Kai uh, and Sky and uh, cleared him to ringside. Bailey then set up the Bailey to belly on Lynch from the ropes, but Lynch avoided it, hit the manhandle slam from the second rope at a one, two, and three. Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita defeat damage control. One interesting comment on this is that it seemed like Lita was performing the match in slow motion. <laughs> I that was just kind of interesting. I don't I don't know I don't know why somebody would say that, but <laughs> well, I mean, uh, people have to realize. I mean, uh, Lita is up there, you know, in years. She's a veteran, you know it and has been through all this. She's slowing down and that, that happens, you know, you watch any of the older guys when they're in and they've slowed down. They can't do the match and the moves as fast as possible. So uh, to me, it, it, yeah, she's going to be a little bit slower. That's okay. As long as she's still 
performs well and is able to tell a decent story, there's nothing wrong with being a slower wrestler. Yeah, uh, I'd say maybe about a little over halfway through, I noticed what Mark was saying um, and what Howard was saying about how you notice that, that certain people contribute more than less, more or less. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's something that they, they all put on a good show, all six of them. So it's, it's something that, uh, as long as you're able to contribute and even if you're not part of the action for maybe two, three, four minutes, even more, um, you, you still have the ability to come in and, and and make that that game changing uh, action to to make it happen. So I, I, that was that was a good match tonight. Our Blues. And I, I mean, closing thoughts. Uh you know, not really. Um, it'll be interesting to see how long they keep the titles on Becky and Lita, but. You know, I don't know who else besides damage control they can legitimately spin it off onto. So, pains me a little to say that. Well, tomorrow night we do have a fatal four-way women's tag team match like the men's one tonight. So, there are four tag teams that we'll discuss tomorrow night. So, they may be a contender. Yeah. Fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, Looking like forward it. to it. Sounds like <laughs> it. All right. We all got our predictions right that one though. There we go. Yeah, I, I, I'm appreciating the uh, the not having to drink. Uh, <laughs> I'm 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 only three shots in, but uh, I'm feeling it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling got a it. little buzz, a little buzz. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, you yep. can have another one if you want to. Uh, no, I'm good because you know I am technically parent in charge, so <laughs> I need to do better at this. As I guess. Mm. All right. Well, next up on the card, a video package setting up the father and son match, the second to occur at WrestleMania, and then Bad Bunny joins the Spanish announce broadcast team and was introduced. To the crowd. So the next match on the card, if you didn't guess, is Rey Mysterio versus his son Dominic Mysterio in a singles match for one fall. I pick Rey Buyaka Buyaka Mysterio. I pick Rey Mysterio as well. This is a tough one. Because I think everybody wants to see Ray win, you know. Uh, and truthfully, Ray's the better wrestler. He hasn't wanted to wrestle his son. However, Dominic, Dominic has been, I almost called him Dominique. Uh, Dominic <laughs> has uh, this great level of heat. And do you kind of cool it off if he loses here? Hmm. You know what, though? It's boring if we all choose the same. So I'm going to choose Dominic to win. 
And uh, continue building his heat. This match is 14 minutes, 55 seconds long. <laughs> oh, we got a prediction in JS Gunslinger <clears throat> chiming in. Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> he comes running down from backstage, smashes both of them with a guitar, and then wins with the figure four leg lock. <laughs> I mean, nice. he, he, it sounds like he's pulling a Jeff Jarrett there with the uh, gu guitar. The J E double double F J A double R E double T. That's double J. Anyway, <laughs> I suppose we should probably start rolling this. All right, so video package starts rolling. It's it's Dominic being released from his prison cell. He's being handcuffed. He's placed in the back of a van, and suddenly it cuts <laughs> it cuts into the arena. And two police, quote unquote, police motorcycles that were clearly security motorcycles because they had amber and white LED lights flashing yeah. on them. No, no documented jurisdiction in those on those vehicles. Pull into the stadium through a side entrance, and then the correctional facility van backs in behind it that says correction on it. It doesn't say corrections. It doesn't say Department of Corrections. It just says correction. Like they knew that this whole thing was already wrong, but they had to say it and do it anyway. <laughs> oh, Howie. Oh, Howie. Oh, Howie. Oh. So, at least they had red. Do you want to pour that LED shot now, or do you want to pour it later? <laughs> Might as well keep it chilled, huh? He's... Yeah. Oh, mistakes have been made for chance. <laughs> mistakes have been made. At, at, at least they had the red and blue LED light bars on on the van to give the appearance of some kind of integrity. But there was no integrity here because the, the van opens up. The quote-unquote correctional officers hop out with no name tags, no department patches, clearly plastic badges, and no tasers. They just have the old LAPD-style uh, nightstick. And they're all shiny for some reason. Why are they all shiny? Oh, because they got them out of the box, that's why. <laughs> so... <laughs> Dominic comes out wearing a purple lucha mask and the correctional officers walk him through the crowd to the ring. Dominic grabs the mask and takes it off and then the correctional officers fumble getting the handcuffs off. I'm like, this is, this is atrocious. Cole actually called it, quote, the most atrocious or the most ridiculous thing he'd ever witnessed. So there you go. All right, that's over, and he finally made it to the ring. <clears throat> now, uh, some music has come up that is uh, kind of Latin in origin, uh, that it comes to a low rider driving slowly through the backstage area, and you see Snoop D-O-double-G driving that low rider, pans over, and... R-E-Y Mysterio flying through the sky, sitting in the passenger seat. Then it's a, one of Snoop Dogg's songs playing there, and the back uh, trunk up, and there's some, some text uh, glowing and whatnot in the trunk, which is kind of neat. And then as they approach the precipice to the arena, 
It switches to Eddie Guerrero's We Lie, We Cheat, We Steal entrance music. Very nice shout out to Eddie Guerrero, the late great there. Uh, They come out to the low area of the stage, which I haven't even discussed yet. The actual stage imagery. So we'll have to get to that. But uh, he uh, fist bumps Snoop, gets out, and then Rey Mysterio's music starts playing, and he gets to the ring. And suddenly, this, I wish, would have been not part of this match because it made it even dumber. In fact, no, it made it stupider. Cole plugs the cereal sponsor, and there's a cereal mascot. What the cinnamon heaven toast crunch because it is cinnamon toast crunch that's there good god almighty help us through this all right so even on the led boards and the led posts it's the cinnamon toast crunch sponsored match I wish Ray Fla- or Rick Flair would have come out of the ring and beat all of them, and, or at least the mascot. Just starts bashing them with a guitar. This should yeah, have been I, part of that tag match because it I, took away. From I that. remember telling Mark that I I was waiting for the Cinnamon Toast Crunch to be part of this match, just like the bottle of energy drink juice was part of previous matchup. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we'll see. You know, it it probably was meant to be, uh, but then they saw that they used the energy drink bottle in the match before, and they're like, "Hey, sorry, Ted, yeah. you don't get to be a part of this match. You just, just, just there for promotion. We uh, we can't uh, have the same gimmicky thing happen twice." I I think I would have enjoyed it more if the energy energy drink was not part of it. But cinnamon toast crunch was <laughs> yeah, part of that match. And we, we'd all be going out table. to buy to be buying cereal <laughs> yeah. and milk yeah. tonight to have for breakfast tomorrow morning. Eh, it dry. Going to buy some <laughs> off-brand energy drink. But I digress. Mm. Oh man! And, well, Mark digresses. We we're we're doing something. <laughs> yeah. So Angie and Aaliyah were seated ringside as well. They are Ray Mysterio's wife and daughter, respectively. So here we go. We're off. There's back and forth and a cool head scissors takedown by Ray. And they, they did have a few good moves, but I still will stick to my thought that Dominic has the personality of a wet sock. And wrestles like a wet paper bag. Because he's just it you know, he's not as good, right? So there there is that. At one point, as you see the Mysterio family again seated ringside, Dominic comes over and starts mouthing off to his mother and sister. He uh Rude Boy, did you notice when they first showed them that Aaliyah was holding that red plastic cup? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, the arena it, does the, not the, have red plastic solo cups, okay? So I knew there's something screwy with it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, doesn't the, matter. The, the the family was a. Uh, it, it's it felt like it was a uh, 
a fairly major aspect to that match because they they build it as a uh, a major disrespect on Dominic's part to the mom, well, well, to the entire family. And they showed previous match clips of, um, <laughs> of. Sorry, he's getting distracted. <laughs> of uh, of him being blatantly against his dad, especially, and uh, also his mom and his sister. And once they they brought that aspect into the match, he knew it was going to be a. Uh, uh, a pivotal part to, to to how things played out. So, yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, the the red solo cup was uh, it it did seem uh, out of place. Yeah, yeah, you didn't see anybody else with uh, well besides wrestlers yeah. uh, with red solo well, cups. Well, one so. team because they have the smoke. They want yeah. the smoke. <laughs> they want the smoke. So- the smoke. That that stuck out to me like a sore thumb. I was like, there's something with that. Yeah. And what happens? Well, Dominic is over there, and he ends up mouthing off, and uh, his mom slaps him. Yeah! There it is. Then Dominic uh, ends up, uh, you know, getting mad, right? Ray shoves him over, uh, and... <laughs> Here's where it is. Dominic grabs the cup out of his sister's hand and right in her face. And it appeared to be water. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they end up uh, having a more balanced match as there's a two count off a crossbody block, sunset bomb. Uh, Ray even did the Eddie Guerrero shimmy. Uh, tribute there, which got the crowd up and rolling. Now, here's where it gets a little screwy. Damian Priest and Finn Balor show up ringside. Uh huh. Dominic mm-hmm. catches Ray with the power bomb position and throws him overhead and goes face first into the corner. So that was neat. Dominic starts going for the three amigos, but Ray ends up cutting him off, throwing him into the ropes, hits a six one nine. Then Ray gets to the top ropes. Balor distracts the referee. Damian Priest grabs Ray's foot, stops him perfor- from performing that move. Now Dominic is uh, hit. Uh, Ray in the face there and now what happened yesterday on uh, Smackdown is that Santos Escobar uh, Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro along with uh, uh, Zelina Vega looking for her name there in my brain came out and uh, they were yesterday introduced and inducted into the Latino World Order, the LWO. So they came running out with their shirts on, roughed up Baller and Priest. Cole said that they were the Legato del Fantasma, but of course now LWO. Because of that, in the ring, Dominic hits a 619 on Ray. Dominic goes up to the top, hits a frog splash, but Ray kicks out. Then Dom tries to remove the turnbuckle pad, and the referee goes, ah, ah, 
Just like Howard the Ref. No, 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 no. Well, meanwhile, over on the other side, Damien Priest had left a bag, a mysterious bag in the corner. It looked like a big coat. Yeah, like a blazer. Yeah. Um, at this point, <clears throat> Dominic rolls over there because now the ref has turned his attention to Ray, and Dominic picks up a big steel chain. Well, Bad Bunny, he's sitting over at the commentary desk. He comes running over, grabs the chain away from Dom. Ray drops, kicks Dom into the ropes, hits him with a 619, gets the top rope splash into one, two, and three. That man has a family. Ray beats his son Dominic like a government mule in 14 minutes, 55 seconds. Yeah. That was that was my favorite part of the match where he, he snags the chain out and then he goes, no, no, no. <laughs> now was, he was, gave him the, the, the finger wag. <laughs> was the, my question was, up. was the finger, finger wag yes. also in yeah. Espanol or was it in English? Uh, it was multilingual, I oh. think. It was he, he got his attention so much and be like why is this person taking the chain from me? And he goes, oh, I'm done. And that was it. Yeah. <clears throat> Howard, rack it up another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, cheers, cheers, my man. I, I, you know, listen, these refs need to crack down on all this interference, and now I have one more reason to dislike Bad Bunny. So, <laughs> cheers. At least he prevented a second... DraftKings screwy finish of the night from happening. I don't know. I could kind of argue that, that was still a screwy finish of the night, but wasn't as screwy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on enjoying that drink. And uh, we are now down to three current viewers. <clears throat> present all right <clears throat> the next match oh it's 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 still going um there was a video package because the next premium live event is wwe backlash may 6th it will be held in san juan puerto rico and hosted by bad bunny End of the video showed Roman Reigns holding up one of the title belts. <clears throat> Michael Cole apologized for getting carried away uh, in the match and was emotional. And then they talked about some tourism things in Puerto Rico and how it looks. I mean, it looks really nice. And then showed fans in Cologne, Germany watching the show. They were all very excited at the four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then another video package about the SmackDown Women's Championship match. And then NFL player George Kittle was shown in the front row of the crowd. No, I didn't know who that was. So next on the contest, uh, on the card here, your WWE SmackDown Women's Championship singles match. With 
Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. This match, 23 minutes, 35 seconds. My pick, Rhea Ripley, also known as Demi Bennett. I chose Ripley as well. She she definitely had a bone to pick with uh, with Miss Flair. Uh, I also uh, am choosing Ripley. Um, I always thought it was a big mistake when they had uh, Charlotte Flair beat Ripley at WrestleMania in the years past. And uh, I think it's time to get that redemption and put it on somebody else. I'm kind of tired of Charlotte being the champion. Mm. Okay. She is a 14-time women's champion in WWE. Yeah, she is. Mm -hmm. She is. All right. Well, here we go. I kind of wonder if Kidder was trying to save me from another shot. We'll find out. (laughs) Who's your pick? Rhea Ripley? Yeah. All right. Grab some chains. (laughs) All right. Uh, Hold on to that shot, class. No predictions from JS Gunslinger or Marco, but, uh, I mean, you know, it is almost 1 o'clock in the morning. So, Rhea Ripley, pretty much standard entrance there. Uh, Charlotte Flair had uh, some really good lighting and, of course, the immersive uh, 3D environment uh, with the (coughs) different... um, diamonds floating through the air. Ah, here we go. JS Gunslinger, Ronda Rousey repels in and roundhouses both of them. <laughs> wow. He's a in the world, that... legitimate world of, of possibilities. I, I was going to say a prediction that contains somebody who's actually on the roster. That, yeah. that might be the most uh, plausible prediction of the night. <laughs> That's just it. Plausible deniability. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. So here we go. A piece to note is that this is the first time in WrestleMania history that the match had all female wrestlers, a female referee, and a female ring announcer. There you go. So right off the top, we got a shoulder block. Ripley blocked it. Uh, more shoulder blocks, more shoulder blocks, a clothesline, back and forth. They're chopping. There's a German suplex, two count. They're getting back and forth, a crossbody block. They're powering up, transition into the riptide attempt, but Flair countered and to a huge DDT, a poof, spike. Rhea Ripley was perpendicular to the mat. At this point, Flair goes for the figure four, but Rhea Ripley kicks her off twice and catches her at an inside cradle and gets a two count. They get up, start throwing kicks, and they're throwing hands. They're flying furiously back and forth. Flair gets a fallaway slam. Howard's changing his lights. There were boos and cheers all around. Flair goes up top. Rhea Ripley catches her from behind, suplexes her in the ring. Ripley covers Flair, but a near fall there. Flair goes for the natural selection and a near fall again. 
at this point. Flair charges Ripley, who moves. Flair runs into the ring, steps. Then Ripley brought Flair back in back inside the ring, slammed her face first to the mat, covered her for a two count. Now Ripley goes for the Riptide again. Flair slips away and hits a German suplex. That, again, looked pretty nasty. And then, guess what? Another German suplex. It's like a Brock Lesnar match up in here. And then, uh, quick elbow. Ripley suplexed Flair. Uh, at this point, this was nasty. <clears throat> Even uh, Rude Boy went, ah, <laughs> that's got to hurt because yeah. Rhea Ripley suplexed Charlotte 180 degrees and Charlotte's head came down like this and actually scraped up about an inch of her nose, yeah. potentially breaking Charlotte's nose. But Charlotte came down to the mat like this and had her had had her feet not hit the mat about the same time. It could have broke her neck, broke her face, been even worse. Yeah, it was a very uh, that was that was a very, very, uh, I'd say if her feet did not touch at the same time as her face. Like it was a, it was a bang, bang type of situation where if, if they didn't touch at the same time that her, her face was going to take the full brunt of that German suplex. Um, and I, I even kind of winced. I was like, Oh, I was like, and even seeing the replay, I was like, Oh, that's why she's got the little shiner on her nose right there. So, but yeah, I was, that was one of the best parts of that match. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it turned itself off or I just forgot, but there it is. <laughs> we, we got the WrestleMania gold going on now. I mean, uh, change my lights now. Yeah, get some party <laughs> mode going. <laughs> All right. Mm, so, so that looked like it hurt like a some bitch, and we keep rolling. Uh, there there was some kicking back and forth, and again, Flair goes for the spear. Howard then goes gold. Ripley was shocked at that, and uh, also that Flair kicked out of her finisher. At this point, Flair gets inside Cradle and near fall, but Ripley gets Flair in the Cloverleaf finisher. That's called the Prism Trap, which on the uh, announcing actually sounded like the prison trap. And I was like, ah, maybe Rhea Ripley's been in prison too with Dominic because, uh, you know, committing crimes and stuff. No, the prism, like like a, a prism. Anyway. <clears throat> They're going back and forth some more. Ripley dazed Flair with a kick, but then Flair blasted her with a big boot. Kyle's gone into the depths of hell. Uh, is going into the figure four. Ripley ends up grabbing a bottom rope before Flair could bridge into the figure eight. Ripley rolls onto the apron. Now Flair and Ripley ended up on the ropes together. Flair fires some chops into Ripley, who dropped off the apron, pulled Flair's head onto the top of the ring post casing, and uh, I said, Tink! And then I had to send it to... Kyle, too, because that was a headshot. <laughs> Ripley looked up 
smiled, goes between to the ropes there, screams that it was her time. Ripley grabs Charlotte, hits Riptide from the ropes, and a one, two, and three. Your new SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, in 23 minutes, 35 seconds. It was pretty brutal. They had some footage from a viewing party in Sydney, Australia, mate. Uh, there, there was also, you know, cheering and... Finally, some pyro, although in Charlotte's entrance, they had a little pyro there as well. Thoughts? Yeah, I'd, I'd say that was that was an exciting match, because even though... Um, even though it, it, it felt like it was one-sided... I'd say you you really didn't have any clue as to who was going to win until right at the end. So um, I, I enjoyed that match a lot. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like a uh, a match I might have to go and check out at least some highlights from because it, it sounds like there were some some interesting spots to to see for sure. So so far, this sounds like the the best match of the night, but. I know there's more to come. This one. Yeah, I'd say this this one in the Mysterio match was was probably my, my favorite of the night. Yeah. Either way, I Ooh, want yeah. to uh, add in that, yes, uh, I think this, in my opinion, was number two uh, on the favorites uh, for the evening. And we'll have, you know, more information to talk about things in a while. Stay tuned for more. Okay, next up, Byron Saxton is in the back talking to Austin Theory about his win over John China. I said it. I did it. I made John Cena believe. He looks into the camera and asks, do you believe in theory now? The answer is no. <clears throat> Makes sense. No. It was cheap. It was a DraftKings screw finish of the night. Disappointing. Getting, right. bitten, getting bitten not once, but twice. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> is it too early or too late for that? I don't know. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So here we go. Miz and Snoop Dogg are back into the ring with a segment to announce the attendance. As I mentioned at the beginning of this little show, 80,497 people. Snoop Dogg says the only thing that would be better if those numbers would uh, be if Miz had a match on the show. Miz said he agreed and issued an open challenge on social media, but no one responded because everyone is afraid of him. And suddenly, out of nowhere, do 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 do. Pat McAfee's music and entrance starts up, and Michael Cole, what is this an April Fool's joke? Ah, because ah! Michael Cole, <clears throat> Pat McAfee. Comes down to the ring, says, hello, beautiful people. 
hops into the ring, greets Snoop Dogg, calls him a legend, and uh, said that nobody saw Miz's open challenge because, well, it's the Miz. And then he says that he's wearing his WrestleMania tank top. It was bedazzled earlier in the day. Uh, he said that if Miz wants a match, that he could beat his ass. So the Miz asked the fans if they wanted to see the match. Of course, everybody cheers. Even Michael Cole stands up and cheers. Graves said Cole was embarrassing himself. Miz said that he's the host, but he couldn't make matches. McAfee said Miz had tiny balls and that they were showing. My balls are massive. McAfee said that there were 80,497 people in attendance and uh, someone should be able to make the match. Snoop said he was the dog father and he was making the match official. So, match number seven of the night, Pat McAfee and The Miz. I straight up chose Pat McAfee. Well, he's definitely more uh, wrestling equipped in terms of his attire than the business suit and attire of a host. Um, but yeah, I since it wasn't on the tape, I I had to make a quick snap decision. I chose the Miz, which uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out the the consequences of that choice later on. And uh, I'm going to take Pat McAfee because I can, and I did. Yeah. Okay. For the record, uh, because, you know, this was an impromptu match out of nowhere, uh, I did communicate with Rude Boy Kyle, so both of us locked in our picks without you knowing of the surprise. I didn't even know that this match existed until uh, <laughs> before we started uh, streaming and uh, Rude Boy told me. And that's what I'm saying. Even if Rude Boy ruined it. <laughs> he didn't. Gave oh, me the inside thanks. Track. Thank you. Gave you the inside track. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> this one's going to be a good one. JS Gunslinger chiming in. Macho Man Randy Savage comes out, out puts the Miz head first into the steel steps. Pat McAfee runs away. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good. That's a. I I agree with. Uh, I agree with that one. That's a good choice. All right, so here we are. This match officially three minutes forty seconds. <clears throat> the ref comes out of nowhere. I, I really don't know where the ref came from because the ramp is about three miles long. <laughs> and uh, it would have been like one of the old WrestleManias where they've shown the officials running down the ramp when a match is made. Uh, Rude Boys used that as a gift before with uh, little Nate running down real quick. <laughs> running down, but didn't see that. So. <laughs> The ref comes in, the match is on, McAfee punches the Miz and puts him down with a spine buster right away. And then McAfee puts Miz onto the top rope, comes on up there, goes for a superplex, but Miz punches his way out. McAfee did a backflip onto his feet, which was pretty cool. Miz leapt from the ropes and, for his troubles, eats a super kick on the way down. What is this, the Elite? 
Miz rolls to the ringside. Graves shouts encouragement to Miz. Marbles! Big! Graves! Idiot! Miz teased leaving. And then suddenly at ringside, remember when I mentioned NFL player George Kittle sitting there? Well, yeah, I, I forgot to because I was yeah. like, who the hell is this guy? Yep, George Kittle boos him. He was uh, there for a reason. Yeah, no. <laughs> Big surprises. Uh, Miz comes over and pushes Kittle, who then hops over the barricade and clotheslines the Miz. Kittle goes over to McAfee and tells him to go up to the top. McAfee goes up to the top, hits a swanton dive onto Miz, who is standing, but no longer. McAfee and Kittle toss Miz back into the ring. McAfee delivers a punt kick and grabs the pin for a one, two, and three. Winning your impromptu match of the evening is Pat McAfee. What are the implications of allowing sports talkers and podcasters to, well, not to uh, talk down against our, our my fellow hosts? Because <laughs> we have some excellent podcasting hosts here, but I, I wouldn't put you. I would. I'm a guest, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't put you guys up against the Miz. Uh, but yeah, um, what would you say is, is there a future for Pat McAfee in the WWE or is this kind of just a one-off thing or is this just like an NFL kind of collaboration? So with McAfee, he was a commentator for over a year. Okay. And, and then, uh, during that time he had some feuds of sorts with Baron Corbin, if you remember Corbin. Okay. Uh, and he also built his own wrestling ring in one of his garages so that he could train and learn because he'd always wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, of course, he went to the NFL and was a punter and, and did, or kicker, did his thing. And, you know, grown up and has been doing his other thing. When he got the call from... Uh, was it uh, ESPN College Game Day? Uh, then he yep. went over there to do the commentary for that, and that's why he hasn't been with WWE for a while. Uh, for me, I have more respect for him because he has legitimately been trying to become a better wrestler, uh, similar to Logan Paul, although Logan Paul is kind of a dick. And so... In that regard, I don't like it. But in most of the WrestleManias in past, there's a big celebrity element, and they're bringing in celebrities. So I'm very, very, very happy at having these matches where there's actual moves, actual interesting things, uh, where the combination of people can do cool things in the ring, and they don't look set up. They don't get botched and look stupid and look super cheesy. Things like when so it brings a little more authenticity yeah. to a uh, 
maybe scheduled or prefab match. Right. And I mean, yeah. you know, the, the matches mm-hmm. are, are predetermined in that sense. And they have sure. uh, generally yeah. bullet points of what they want to accomplish throughout the match. They have points to hit. And if there's going to be interference, and of course it's all built up as the crowd, not knowing what's going to happen. You know, you don't want to telegraph that, but to a point you got to work with people like Shaq. I don't want to pick him on yeah. him specifically, but Shaq is in the Royal Rumble. You know, it's an yeah. all right match for him to be in because all you need to do is clothesline somebody over the top rope. It's not that difficult. But then you have Bad Bunny. He's wrestled mm-hmm. several matches. He's He is better than some of the other superstars they brought in. Uh, Howard, if you want to throw out some other monumental superstars, uh, celebrities who have come in uh drew carey there's uh like yeah drew carey yep he was in the royal rumble uh he didn't do any moves uh he actually had probably the most realistic thing which was he was he like came down to the ring watched the two guys in the ring do their thing and got into the ring and then kane came in and drew just eliminated himself uh, <laughs> to do that but yeah. i mean a good example, but there's been others. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Along the way, Gronk was at one of the uh, WrestleManias. Yeah. Good old Gronkowski. He had a so, contract for a bit, too. He did. He did. Um, you know, so there's there's been some. Uh, the stuff with Floyd, Money Mer- um, Mayweather. Yes. Against the big uh, show in a boxing match. Yeah. I mean, and again, he's a legitimate one, but yeah, it he didn't put in any real effort. So it, it just kind of depends um, kind of who it is and how much they're willing to do and try. But there's been some pretty sloppy ones throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Yep. So cool. Well, there you go. All right. Um, okay. WrestleMania 40 video. Yes. Next year, the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania and the 10th anniversary to me being at the grandest stage of them all. Next April, it will be in Philadelphia, PA. At the Lincoln Financial Field. So, uh, you guys want to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm putting them for my time off uh, as soon as I can. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, at this point, Graves thanks Cool and the Gang for another WrestleMania theme song. There's a big preview for the lineup of tomorrow night's show. Miz and Baron Corbin were featured in an ad for a Daily Fantasy Sports Partners WrestleMania contest. Another package setting up the main event. And guess what? The main event tonight is sponsored by a tax software company. And uh, uh, there was a uh, Snickers commercial, too, which featured Big E and Xavier Woods. Then 
uh, Lil Uzi Vert, whom I have never heard of, was introduced and performed some terrible brief song and was on the stage and then the Usos theme started playing and they made their entrance. Usos wearing white ring apparel this evening. And then KO's music played, walks out onto the stage, greets the crowd, gives them, uh, you know, the cheer points and all that. And then Sami Zayn's music hit. The crowd goes nuts, and they head down to the ring. Yes, that means the eighth match of the night. Your... Uh, <clears throat> it's time for the main event. It's for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship. The Usos, Jimmy and Jay Usos versus Kevin Owens KO and Sami Zayn. This match, 24 minutes, 15 seconds. I choose KO and Sami Zayn because it is KO Mania and... Uh, Wrestlezania. They have the shirt. On the front it says Wrestlezania with the duct tape, and on the back it says KO Mania with, with the duct tape. You okay over there, Darth? Yeah. I don't know why, but I decided to assemble a model, and it's fighting with me. He's that interested in the show that he's resulted, uh, re relegated himself to normal podcast activity. <laughs> uh, it's it's more of um with all the uh shots and such i'm getting a little sleepy and trying to keep myself somewhat focused so i'm, I'm listening I am he's listening. on task mm -hmm. i just have to keep my hands involved with something so Adel's hands do the devil's work yeah, I chose uh, Owens and Zane as well. Uh, they they look like a uh, a hearty matchup against uh, their opponents. So I that's I I didn't have any prior knowledge of of the matchup or going into this. So I did uh, about one minute of research and chose them. So yeah. Guys, I hate to tell you, this is going to be a really boring uh, set of predictions because I, as I alluded earlier, I'm also choosing Zane and Owens. And I say this is boring because currently the scoreboard, everybody is tied at four. So, uh, I, I mean, it just means we're not going to have a... We're going to have to go to tomorrow time. night. <laughs> yeah, JS Gunslinger for the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking up somebody. Who could be in the tag match here? JS Gunslinger. He's well. That one's already. He's already been mentioned. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, somebody, okay. it's somebody else. Maybe the four horsemen. The other four are the the horsemen there. Uh, here we go. Oh. Yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper teams up with the Ultimate Warrior, giving power bombs to all, winning the match. Solid. The ultimate warrior runs in the universe forever. All right. Again, 24 minutes, 15 seconds long. Woo. Here we go. <laughs> uh, 
Rude Boy fell asleep. <clears throat> no, I right. didn't. So they're going back and forth. Jimmy and Sammy, or Jay and Sammy started the match. Jimmy made a blind tag and held the rope down, which caused Sammy to fall down to the floor. But Jay hit Zane with the suicide dive. Owens ran over, but then the ref goes, hey, 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 you got to get back to your corner. Even though both of the Usos are right there at the court, excuse me, at the corner, and then having Zane isolated. Again, what is with the officiating? I'm looking at you, Howard. So, Owens ends up <laughs> getting a tag and uh, hits a top rope dive onto both Usos at ringside, which was really cool. Uh, you know, it's awesome when Owens is flying around everywhere. So, Owens throws Jay back to the ring and then uh, goes uh, to the apron and splashes Jimmy onto the floor. Owens goes up top, and Frog splashes Jimmy in the ring, gets a two count. There's a, a lot of back and forth in this match. So, to speed it up, because as uh, Howard would say, we've been talking for a while. <clears throat> There's some hip attacks. There's a cannonball in the corner. A brain buster on the apron. <sighs> Graves said Zane turned on the bloodline and actually thought that he was going to beat Jimmy with an Uso splash. Yes, Zane hit Jimmy with an Uso splash. The crowd starts singing, ole, 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 ole. Jimmy tagged in uh, before taking a blue thunder bomb. Jay blasted Zane with a kick. There's more leaping kicks covering it's like a super kick party. But wrong promotion for that and thank the lord that the elite were not involved <clears throat> usos do hit those super kicks on zane and uh, try and go for the pin but owens is able to break it up we're continuing to fly down here and well uh usos hit zane with a double super kick again Jimmy's yelling at the ref that it was a three count. Uso set up the 1D, but Owens pulls Jimmy to the floor. Zane rolled Jay into a pin for an ear fall. Owens slams Jimmy's head onto the Spanish broadcast table a few times because it was set up immediately following its destruction by an unnamed uh, uh, mascot. <laughs> I was trying to think of bottle, but an energy drink which I should have had before I started this show. So that... No! Cut that crap out! Now, now you're talking about a multi-trillion dollar company who also doesn't sponsor us. Allegedly multi-trillion dollar company. <laughs> well, hey, for all, for all I know, because <laughs> we don't know. So at this point... When we get some bucks, it doesn't happen. Uh, we we yeah. we do need some money. So, uh, by the way, yeah, please please subscribe. Yes. Please hit the donate. Donate to us. Uh, you can buy us a beer. Thank you. So Jimmy super kicked Owens, and then the USO slammed Owens from the Spanish broadcast table through the regular commentary desk, and it looked like it hurt. Zane stumbled as he got back to his feet. Usos hit him with the 1D, the one and done. Jimmy makes the cover, but Zane kicks out at 2.9999999999. Surprising everybody because that is the first time that anyone has ever kicked out of the 1D. 
As we continue along, Jay's slapping Zane. There's more forearm and other kicks, and uh, Cole says that it's sickening brutality, but the brutality is Rhea Ripley in the match a couple uh, matches ago. They're rolling, and now Jay hits Zane with the haluva kick. Oh, the audacity of that. <clears throat> so Jay caught Zane before he could fall to the mat, and Jay told Sammy that he should have never left the bloodline. Suddenly, Sammy Zane grabs Jimmy, hits him with an exploder suplex into the corner. Owens is struggling to pull himself up to his corner, but Zane gets over there, tags in Owens, who hits pop-up power bombs on both of the Usos. Zane then hits Jimmy with a haluva kick. Owens kicks Jay, gives him the stutter, the stutter out of nowhere, the stutter. Owens covers Jay for a huge near fall. Owens uh, helps Zane to his feet while Jimmy pull, pulls Jay up to his feet, and then it's two on two, and they're meeting, they're squaring off. It's a good cinematic moment, and suddenly the crowd gets into it, and they both go after each other. Let's throw punches left and right. Jimmy sent Zane to the ring with a super kick. Owens super kicked Jimmy, who made a blind tag, and the Usos hit super kicks on Owens, and then they super kicked Zane to go back to the floor, and he climbed onto the apron. Yes, we are over halfway through this match. <clears throat> Usos went to opposite corners, hit simultaneous splashes on Owens. Jay covers Owens, but it only resulted in a near fall. I don't even know what to say anymore, what Michael Cole said. Good, so stop. <laughs> Jay grabbed Owens and pulled him to his feet in the corner. Jimmy tagged into the Usos, hit Owens with a double super kick. Again, it's like we're in an alternate promotion. Jimmy said it's time for the big one and then tagged in Jay. Zane pulled Jimmy outside of the ring, threw him over the broadcast table like a sack of potatoes. Jay had Owens on the ropes, but Owens slammed him from the ropes to the mat. Zane returned to his corner and fired up a bit before tagging in. Uh, that's right. Zane got in the ring, stared at Jay, who was leaning on the corner. Zane blasted Jay with a huluva kick. Zane said something to Jay and then runs back over to his corner. Comes running again, hits him with a second huluva kick. Jimmy returns to the ring, but Owens cuts him off. Hits him with a stutter. Zane runs back over to his other corner and hit Jay with another third huluva kick. Goes for the cover. There's a one, the two, three. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have defeated Jimmy and Jay the Usos and are your new undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. The crowd goes nuts. Cole said it's the first time that KO and SZ have won the tag team titles together in WWE. Owens and Zayn hugged in the middle of the ring. There's footage, of course, uh, of the, the finish <clears throat> being replayed. Owens and Zane held up the title belts uh, in the middle of the ring. Bunch of pyro goes firing off from the uh, stage there. Owens and Zane hugged, and then Cole questioned whether it's the end uh, nearing for the bloodline, and would it be the end of an era with Roman Reigns facing Cody Rhodes, my thun, on Sunday? Celebration continued with Cole wrapped up the live portion of the show. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Night one of WrestleMania in the books. <laughs> <laughs>
Stewart is tomorrow night, starting at 7 p.m. Central Time for night two of WrestleMania 39. All right. Well, hopefully uh, at the end there was a video package, you know, the the overall recap of the night. It has returned. Very happy. Like it. The <clears throat> the end of the show felt felt awesome. Loved it. So uh again, because we don't have an official scoreboard, uh yep. Uh we are each tied at five correct. Uh, going into tomorrow night. So, hey, you'll have to come back and tune in to see uh, who ends up winning it overall. But, uh, gentlemen, any last overall thoughts about night one of WrestleMania? Yeah, I, th- I thought there were some, uh, some entertaining parts of... Uh, I mean, it was something that you, you got hooked in at some parts, and then there... Uh, a couple of distinctive parts that I I got really kind of the 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 biting during the Cena match, and there there are the a couple of referee counts that were either way too fast or way too slow. But that's that's wrestling. So um, so yeah, we'll we'll look forward to seeing how tomorrow night's uh, gonna go and. I won't be able to watch the entire uh, evening because of hockey, but uh, I'll catch up as much as I can and try to be here at the same time tomorrow. I was just going to ask, are you, are you going to join us, Rude Boy? Are you going to have <clears throat> night two on on the I, I will do my best. My Woo-hoo. hockey game starts at five and goes till six. So uh, I will try to capture as much content of the uh, – the evening as I can and try to be here for, for night two. Well, that's good. Like I said, it starts at 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, All right, then. You don't need to watch the kickoff show. It's two hours of uh, talking about what we talk about here. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, but to give you that little bit of the kickoff show for the preview for tomorrow, matches include... <clears throat> The Women's WrestleMania Showcase, the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match, featuring the teams of Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Sorry, JS, you're one night off. Uh, the other final team, Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville. Okay, that's the, that's the first one. JS... In the comments, sliding the, the, the DMs there. Uh, glad you enjoyed the the show and that uh, it's apparently quality entertainment. So he does like being on the show, so I suppose he's got to suck up somehow. So <clears throat> thanks, JS. Happy to have you. Well, ha- happy to have us along for the ride. Let's put it that way. All right, so that is the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Women's Match. The next match, a triple threat match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Gunther, your longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in WWE history, faces the wee baby Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Next on the card, a Hell in a Cell match featuring 
the rated R superstar Edge and the Demon King Finn Balor. Also on the card scheduled for tomorrow, a singles match between Brock Lesnar and Omos with Ballin MVP. And then a singles match for your WWE Raw Women's Championship. Your champion Bianca Belair versus the goddess of tomorrow, Asuka. And then the headlining match for tomorrow night. And, of course, this pending any other matches added. This would be six matches for the card tomorrow. Tonight started with seven, ended up being eight. It will be a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. The current champion, Roman Reigns. With Paul Heyman versus my son Cody. My son Cody Rhodes. He's going to come down to the ring and he's going to talk. He's going to talk a little and then he's going to win the WWE Disputed Universal Championship. Yeah, is the. Can, take that can we put that down as a prediction, though? I, Co- I actually. Cody Rhodes. I actually. I, I had already predicted this after the Royal Rumble. Ooh. I threw it down. It's on the list. Howard knows. Put money on it. Money and drinks. Money? Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we, do we well, have, gents. We have drinks tomorrow, I guess. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, gents, Kidder's been talking for quite a while. And uh, you know what? It's late. And I got kids. And uh, if we got to do this all over again tomorrow, it's time we wrap this show up. And the way that we traditionally do this is with cheap plugs and on these wrestling reviews, because Kidder has done the majority of the talking. It means that slightly intoxicated Howard gets to try his best to do this and not screw up. Let's see how I do. I'm, sorry, I'm laughing at you, but I'm also laughing into our DMs as JS Gunslingers is proclaiming and screaming from the cab of his truck, Ronda Rousey shall not be defeated. So there's his pick for tomorrow. That, that People. Ronda Rousey, North Dakota Zone, and Shayna Baszler, South Dakota Zone, will be victorious in that fatal four-way. All right. Well, go ahead. We'll we'll see. We'll find out. You'll have to tune in. And that's right. We'll be at this again tomorrow night as we cover night two of WrestleMania 39. So as soon as that show ends, make sure to tune in over on YouTube to this show. And you, too, can be part of the comments section. As you've maybe paid attention to this night, you've gotten to hear as we have called out those comments and if those people have become part of the show, you, too, can do that. And, hey, while you're over on YouTube, make sure you check out some of our other content. We got plenty. Uh, Over 200 videos out there from our main show, Beer, Blues, and BS, to other wrestling reviews, to Kidder's Log, where he goes to Star Trek conventions, to Howard's Cave of Wonder, where I talk about all of my hobby stuff and such. So you can check all of that out on YouTube. Of course, our home in cyberspace is BeerBluesBS.com, where you can find links to everywhere else 
that this show is posted. Also at BeerBluesAndBS.com. Skinner tells me i got to say this like six times. So let me get a third one in there. BeersBluesAndBS.com. Uh, you will find the merch store. That's where you can pick up some of your very own merch. Yeah, we got some basic stuff. You know, a t-shirt with the standard logo. You know, uh, also we got Kidder's uh, recipe for an old-fashioned. You know, which is pretty simple. Just make sure you leave out the cherry. We also have the kind of the strange things if you're looking for like a weird gift to give that family member you just don't know what to get. Like a shower curtain with Big D's mug on it. Why? I don't know. Because we could. It's a thing. And because you should. (laughs) Yeah. Also at BeardBluesAndBS.com if you wish to just support the show, but maybe you're uh, you know, you're on a budget. Well, you can, of course, buy us a beer. That's right. We have a very simple donation button, but it is a buy us a beer button. You can buy us one beer, two beer, three beers, or however many you would like. And uh, hey, when you do that, you get a shout out here on the show. It's kind of fun. So it's another way you can support us. And of course, you can find that at BeerBluesAndBS.com. Is that six or is that only five? I better say it again. BeerBluesAndBS.com. There, I made sure I got it covered. Hey, if uh, you're not looking at our main website, you can also find us over on Facebook. Over there, uh, that's where we post some updates. Hey, it's where you can find out things like when we're planning to go live. Might be happening some more. In fact, I'll even throw in this one. On April 7th at 9.30 p.m., we're celebrating the two-year anniversary of Beer Blues MBS. And once again, we'll be streaming it live. It's the first time that the main show has ever been live. What's going to happen? We don't know. Why? Because we haven't scripted it yet. More on that to come. But you can find all sorts of updates and such on Facebook. We're also on the Instagram. I don't know anything about that. That's a kidder thing. He's Mr. Social Media. I'm kind of an old dinosaur. In that case, you can also find us, as I said, over on the Instagram for some more content. And uh, last but not least, if you don't like seeing our mugs, if you have maybe a road trip, you know, and you're trying to stay out of a ditch, Hey, if you have an audio podcasting service that you like on there, you should be able to find Beer Blues MBS. So make sure you like, subscribe, download, and take us with you. Because it's always a good time when you're with your good brothers. I think I've hit everything. I probably missed something. Who knows? Kidder will give me notes after this. All that said, make sure to keep your glass at least half full Kidder's apparently providing free beer tomorrow. At least that's what he says every episode. And you know what? He never delivers. And uh, with the- that's the shtick. And I know Howard doesn't see, but these this is what your notes are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on a cardboard box and a white T-shirt. <laughs> hmm. Probably on the side of a Tuscan highway somewhere. So with that, folks, have a good night. And uh, hey, Kidder, it's the first time we can do this. Kidder! Roll that beautiful outro footage. Yeah, we should probably, like, get the hell out of here.